Boy, I wish all these weirdos would shut up. Hey, this is Fred Schneider, and I'm listening to, well, trying to listen to KRUI on 89.7, the sound alternative in Iowa City. Hey, this is Cody. And this is Molly. From Stolen Jars. And you're listening to KRUI Iowa City. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Pixel Hunt. My name is Malcolm Cano. Oh, that's uh, that's just a little loud right there. All right, there we go. That's that's slightly better. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Pixel Hunt. I am very happy and excited to be here. For those of you joining us for the first time, you're listening to Carry Y 89.7 FM, Iowa City, Iowa City's former sound alternative. And for those of you joining the show for the first time, you're listening to Pixel Hunt, a show about all things video game, including video game news, uh, controversies, critiques, industry development, uh, rants, Pokemon, tier lists, uh, a lot happens on this show. But joining me in the studio, as they normally do, are my wonderful, 
beautiful, immaculate co-hosts. Mr. Atril Salazar. Llama in the house. Miss Rachel Hitner. Hello. Mr. <laughs> Tyler Durr. Yours truly. Miss Caitlin Wormka. Good evening. And last but certainly not least, Mr. Jacob Glass. Hello there. Hello, everyone. It's so wonderful. I'm so glad you could all be here today. Um, just a, a little little tidbit for all of you out there. Uh, this is my final show. Uh, as, of, as of today, I am officially stepping down as uh, the radio DJ in charge of this and seating control. Uh, as per the rights of succession to my heir, my one true heir, <laughs> wow. Atril Salazar. Uh, uh, I, it would be an honor. Uh, I'll, I'll do my best, guys. That's that right. hurts. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> he may not have been here the longest, uh, but uh, yep, that's how that's how property rights work. Sorry. Officially I, one year uh, by tomorrow. You know what? I was going to suggest we save at least a minute for crying at the end of this, but now, Not no, anymore. we're just going to make fun of no, you. you deserve we have it. to wait for the debate at the very end. That's right. The uh, roast yes. of Malcolm Cano. No, we're <laughs> not doing that. Uh, Absolutely not. Well, yeah, I can't keep it PG if I'm going to roast that fool. That's fair. We'll do we'll that behind the melty scenes. blood. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. True. <laughs> I do, Let's just I, go to Popeye's. I do have a good old time. this whole thing could devolve into a melty blood tournament. That would be fun. That would be awesome. Behind uh, Ponchero's, your local dumpster. Oh, Ponchero's. No, in the come and go parking lot. Oh, that would yeah. be perfect. That would be perfect. Okay. That way you can go to work right after the show. <laughs> I'm telling you, oh like, oh by God. the way, when I'm gone, I'm telling you guys, like, talk with the local talks. If if you guys, you guys have the chance to be better than I ever was. If Done. you can make, if you guys can shout cast a melty blood tournament as Pixel Hunt, I will be so proud of you all. So proud. It will be done, Malcolm. Um, Easy. I can, it will I be can, done, my master. I can literally go on a forum somewhere. Hi, my lord. <laughs> I will um, show cast you guys. But yeah, we practice multi. Multi actually... a, po- like a popular game. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I don't know like what a... it is. Can't be that popular. Yeah, it, it, it has a cool <laughs> Same boat as you. Don't worry. Oh, I, I live in Iraq, so. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> it's better to live next to a Dwayne Johnson than nothing else. Right, How are the war go. tensions going where you live? I wasn't going to say that. Oh, I get a little it. bit of wordplay. That's spicy. <laughs> Good to see we are starting off the final, my final show with, I guess we'll break every rule, uh, except for the swearing rule, because we don't swear here. This is a family program. But uh, yeah, family we're jump, jump the program. politics right in there. Uh, oh, I'm on the show. He knows we're going to get political. Yes. Yeah. I mean, to be quite fair, we <laughs> did yeah, go a little thing. political yeah, during the, the, the Blizzard episode. We do it, actually. We, we, we danced around it, but yes, that's true. I mean, is Middle Eastern warfare political now? That I was think just so. Fact. Middle yeah. Eastern warfare <laughs> compared to All right, Blizzard. Take, take it easy there. <laughs> I... Okay, sure. I have some Blizzard news. I'll behave myself. One oh, Jacob, Jacob's excited. First things first, we have the new releases. Yes. Okay. So, we've got... <clears throat> Grand Blue Fantasy Versus coming to the PlayStation 4. Oh, about time. Knights and Bikes coming to the Switch. <laughs> oh, about time. <laughs> Kunai coming to the Switch and PC on February 6th. No about times. Okay. <laughs> no. uh, the Turing Test coming to Switch on February 7th. About time. Thank you. 
AO Tennis 2 coming to the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch on February 11th. About Got time. <laughs> Yakuza 5 it's coming to the PlayStation 4, February 11th. No, actually, really, yeah, actually, yeah, about that's, time. That's, 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 a about, that's a good one. Yeah, what, what was your little sister's name in the Radiant Saga? Oh. Mist. Mist, yeah, about yeah. time. About time. <laughs> Thank you. I hate that so much. Oh, it's oh, so oh missed you. <laughs> it's pretty good though. Terrible character. You will not be missed. Uh, that's uh, a, a good one. He's I, a good Bravo. character though. Don't get me wrong. Just the voice actress. Absolutely. The punny we don't hate the episode. voice actress either. We hate the person that directed them to speak like that. That's true. That's Can I get the line point. again? Exactly. Please. Not bad time. enough. <laughs> Can I get the line differently this time? That was like a little toadish right there. I still still cracks me up. It makes me think of the um of uh, Quantic Dreams. Uh, David Cage. David Cage. The uh, Quantum Dreams collection. That they well, that they only recorded three lines for a man yelling Sean in a mall. <laughs> yeah. How did you only think this guy would go through three lines for a three-minute sequence? I don't think ta- David Cage really thought that people would play his games as much as they did. I mean, in the PS2 version, he made an entire tutorial directed by himself and a dummy that looked like the main character. That's oh, true. that's an Indigo I, prophecy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he was banking on like you know. It being a fan favorite just because it's... Yeah, David Cage, like, pretends to, like, tell the player how to, like, play the game, and it's like, he doesn't know how to act, so it makes it even better. You can go against David Cage's wishes, and he'll be mad at you. He gets very angry, actually. David Cage will be like, no, what are you doing? It's my game. That's basically (laughs) it. Really? Yeah. All right, cool. Perfect. This is not the critter. And there we go in like um, French accent. There's another one for the Pixel Hunt bingo. Oh, a papa. A papa. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll just we'll go down. We have we have a couple of news from a few people, but there is one thing that I really wanted to get to. It's really big. Uh, Platinum Games uh, recently has hit its goal of kickstarting a port for the wonderful 101 onto the Switch. I don't know what that is. Uh, yes. I actually don't know anything about this story. Yes. So, like, this is actually hmm. the reason why I think it's really important to talk about. Because uh, nobody really heard about the wonderful 101 when it came out. It debuted on the Wii U. That's why. Yeah. That's its first problem. It, yeah. So it debuted Oof. on the Wii U. It was by Platinum Games. And it's a game in which you, a superhero, uh work with everyday citizens and construct them into giant weapons to fight an evil alien menace. Oh, I have heard of this game. I played this when it came out. It is truly fun. Yeah, so like like you turn into a giant fist or... It doesn't sound ethical, force. Uh, kind of. If if, if by mech force, like... The first thing you do is fist for like two hours. It uses the literal bodies of civilians. Okay, then I've not heard this game. It's like the opposite of The Incredibles and just a much weirder, non-violent turn, surprisingly. Oh, really? Okay. It's actually really cool because you like... I just love the idea of like superheroes are out there and like... But then a superhero will be like, Hey, random citizen, I need your help. Boom, you've been deputized. And then a little mask appears on your face and you suddenly... Uh, are pulled into a giant superstructure <laughs> that turns into a fist that okay, punches that, an alien. That, a palace? That doesn't sound... Becoming yeah, I was persona. just about to say. <laughs> persona. So, the royal. <laughs> yes, the royal is coming out. Actually, I beat Persona 5 recently. Hey, oh, hey. Congratulations. 
You thought it was good, didn't you? I loved it. Who's your wife? Can you say on public radio? It's Becky. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna. The teacher. The teacher. (laughs) The teacher. The teacher. Oh man. Yeah. Dakota all the way. I have a man of culture here. I actually like Haru. No, I actually like the fortune telling lady. Oh, she's nice. Yeah. My only problem with Haru is that the game doesn't give you enough time to learn that much about her. So you're like. I guess you're cool, but I have no interest in you, I, which will be fixed with Persona 5 Royal because they'll add two more months to the I game. I really appreciate Actually, I think that. they'll add four more months to the game. That's they'll, what they always do with every... Yeah, they'll know, add January, remake. February, uh, March, and April. But uh, back to this. Uh, so they they officially secured front funding for from they actually like in, it was a joint effort they secured funding from Tencent the company based in China Ooh. is this like uh, the guys who made Near Automata? E, well uh no this is uh Platinum Games yeah, Platinum Games yes I'm sorry I I brain fart there so for a moment so it's going to be awfully censored is what I'm hearing no Actually, How can you censor a fist, guys? Uh, no, the There's wonderful one voice. is super nonviolent, yeah, and fist. actually, like it plays like a Saturday morning cartoon. It's actually perfectly innocuous. It could turn into it's something really, terrible really yeah, fast, but it doesn't. It's it's actually like really wholesome and nice, and it's about friendship and a team working together, like a Saturday morning cartoon. And I kind of like, I, I like that. I mean, yeah. it, sounds, it sounds like a pretty so, fun game to play. Uh, and Tencent doesn't have nearly as much of a say in this. They just provided the funding. In this case, it just seems like they've provided... It's a product that seems like there's been a lot of demand for that could return on investment. But rather than acting as a direct publisher, they've sort of secured independent funding. And they secured the rest of it through this Kickstarter. So it looks like we're going to be getting like a new and improved uh, Wonderful 101, which I know for a lot of fans of it, uh, are they're incredibly happy about this. A lot of gaming YouTubers that I follow who know about this game are also very happy. And like, I've also, I've seen the game quite a bit and I actually, I really like its premise and I'm very happy about it as well. So that's, that's a nice light. I'm very happy. Oh, and that's for exciting the- news. And like, uh, Platinum Games uh, has also worked with other, like this isn't the first time, they worked with Square Enix for Nier Automata. Uh, Nier Tomato. Uh, Nier Tomato. Nier Automata. They worked with Nintendo on Bayonetta 2, <laughs> Astral Chain, and Star Fox Zero. Yeah, oh, no. Tomato? <laughs> the tomato's too close. Uh, they also Bayonetta worked tomato? with, uh, what is it? What is this, uh, VeggieTales uh, yes. with Nintendo? Yes. No, because it's not weirdly Christian. I, yo, it took me forever to realize yeah. that it's Christian propaganda. Yeah, it's, I didn't know really, about it because I never watched it. And then someone, I wanted to watch it one day. I don't know why. It was just like in high school. It's like, <laughs> what is this? And it's, oh, this is why I wasn't allowed to watch it. Oh. It's Band overtly the Christian. is very disappointed it's in just, you. It's well, odd. I watched hey, yo, so Mar- much yes. of it, but then again, I grew up Catholic. That's so, valid. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, and the, on, currently on the Kickstarter for Wonderful 101 Remastered, they've uh, raised $1.4 million. So that's... That's, a, that's, that's enough to still, add another is it, is it one. Still, yeah. still behind Hero Wait, Forge. Is it, is it still open? Um, uh, I think 28 days ago, so no. I, I think they closed it up. Oh, they closed it? All yeah. Right. Well, Hero Forge has two million. Yo, I mean, Hero Forge is a game changer. It is a game changer. Uh, Hero Forge is doing their 3D Kickstarter. I love it. Yes. So they're printing. But, so that's, that's the opening news, and actually we have to hear a quick word, but I will be, we'll, well, we'll be right back yeah. after this. Thank you. I'll be right back. No, I won't. Can't get enough of KRUY 89.7 FM? We can't either. 
Connect with us by searching KRUY 89.7 FM on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and Google+. Plus to stay updated on what's happening every week, from ticket giveaways to live in-studio sessions. I just want a hard second that. And because we're back. Be- <laughs> <laughs> hey, for once, it's not a very terrifying, you know, yeah, ad that was actually, that was actually about a life. Reasonable. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't uh, like a harsh tone shift where it's like, don't drink and drive. Yes, everyone, tune <laughs> in to hear your life. Car we have no noise. problems with these ads. <laughs> no, but it's no, just no, no, not. I just, it's like, just they're dark, you know, that's, that's like, a problem. We are very much video game podcast. Massive tone shift. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. That being said, hey guys, you know, did you know that if you like, uh, uh okay, hold on, we'll, we'll play out a little hypothetical. Well, I mean like, hey, they hey, like us. Hey guys, I love listening to Pixel Hunt. It's a little Me self-centered, too. but like... I can't make the live show sometimes. What should I do? You go to the cloud sound. Yes. What's the cloud sound? <laughs> what cloud sound? Is it sound? anything like SoundCloud? Which one? What? What SoundCloud are you talking okay. about? It's like Twitter. Yeah. But for sounds. But for sounds. <laughs> okay. Where on SoundCloud should I go? The KRUI 89.7 FM, my kids. That's right. And you can listen to season four and now season five, which we're recording right this instant. Mm-hmm. So, and if you're already here, Go cool. Yeah. Yes, welcome. welcome. Tons of pixels. I promise you. Tons of pixels to we hunt. Have, it's not illegal. We have yet yeah. to hunt them all. <laughs> yep. One day. But, okay. um, but yeah, so there's that. Uh, Wonderful 101 is sort of getting a, a resurgence or a comeback. Has, are there any game series that you all like, that you all kind of grew up with that sort of that have fallen into obscurity that you'd love to see get this sort of treatment again? I have Sorry, something. Right. Go ahead. Golden Sun. Yes. Hey. Please, please bring, please bring the sequel that it so needs. It, the last game ended on a cliffhanger and they said they were going to make a new game and then they decided not to and now I'm just, my heart is broken. So, you know, if they could really just make a new game, that would be great. Thank Talked you. about this a lot at my house. Yeah. <laughs> I am very passionate about this. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I actually, I loved Golden Sun. I would like a port of Hamtaro Hamam Heartbreak or Hamtaro Hamams Unite on some Nintendo console. Tell me about that game, please, because I have never heard never, of... Yeah, it's my favorite game. I beat it like three times as a child. Okay. Which is impressive because I've rarely ever finished video games, even as an adult. Like what, <laughs> describe, what, what do you it do? It is a RPG where you're a little hamster that runs around and recruits other hamsters to join your club. Heck yeah. To hang out and eat sunflower seeds. And Ham Ham Heartbreak, there is this evil hamster named Spat who is breaking up all the friendships, relationships, and uh, where all the hamsters hang out. So you and this uh, other hamster go around reuniting hamsters with their siblings, their friends, their lovers, implied <laughs> lovers yes yeah, as an adult I'm like oh hamster lovers okay but uh it's it's really cute that is really sweet just imagine the gameplay and it's, it's really I just wholesome. imagine literal hamster hitler dividing all of the factions of the oh, hamsters it looks like, it looks like a uh, i too go straight to that uh <laughs> Wow, that you was divide them that and was, then conquer. That Sorry, was quite a jump. I'm just recovering from the whiplash that uh, you gave me. <laughs> but it's, it's, oh. if you, if the artwork's really cute and it's just really light. Like 
<laughs> there was, as a child, there's this, there's a haunted house level that scared me as a child. Like looking at him now, I'm like, oh, it's just spooky. It's not spooky. It's spooky. Yeah. Oh, it's like Luigi's Mansion scary, not Fatal Frame. I don't know what you're talking about. Not Luigi's Fatal Mansion. Frame. Frame. I don't know <laughs> Mario. The original Mario, like Mario, uh, what is it called for the, like the, the Mario 64 with the piano that just comes out of nowhere and starts trying to eat you. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yes. A brand gimmick. That just made me hungry when I first saw it. I was that's, eating Cap'n Crunch. Yeah. Wait. That's interesting you remember that. Interesting. I just remember the what? crunch. I watched Jack and Dexter. The crunch. <laughs> Jack and Dexter? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the racing one or the... The racing one? The dating a, simulator. There was a... There was, didn't Jack and Dexter have like a racing game? I they may have. I don't really remember. I think Crash Bandicoot had a racing game. Okay. What was so what is yeah, Jack no, and yeah, Dexter's base like the game you're talking about? What is is that like an action RPG or it's like, like an action RPG. Okay. You play Jack and you have your friend Dexter. You've never played Jack and Dexter? I've only heard of it like I've never played I think you'd actually like it. I, I was a big it's, ratchet and clank. It's person. it's very similar. It's, it's very, very, similar. very it's yeah. maybe the same studio, I think. Oh. Insomnia? Like Naughty Dog. Oh could be. Maybe okay. I don't know. My memory's bad. Cool. Mm. That would be. Well, the people who made Last of Us made it, so if you like oh that, you probably would like it. Absolutely. Why did I know uh, about this? Yeah. Because it's probably in Japan. That's you didn't know about good. Jack and Dexter? No, um, I'm Googling Hamtaro. Oh. <laughs> nice. Is there, there are there, there updated Hamtaro games? There's more. There's Hamtaro Rainbow Rescue. I played Hamtaro Ham Ham's Olympics. There's Toko Hamtaro. Hi, Hamtaro Little Hamsters. Oh my gosh. Are the mounts like the Hamtaro the Wake balls? Up? Hamtaro Wake Up? What is that one? That I, sounds a little... If there's a Hamtaro <laughs> Tamagotchi, oh, Wake down. Up Snoozer. Oh. There, there's a hamster named Snoozer whose oh, whole gimmick is he sleeps in a sock. Oh, That's the you. most adorable That's sentence I've ever heard. Just really, if you want a wholesome time, just watch Hamtaro because it originally started out as an anime. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. watching that. Yeah, I, I remember the Hamtaro anime. Yeah. Then they make games on it, and it's just the whole Aww, time. That's so it's pretty fun. As the listeners can probably tell, this is the kind of games I'm into. <laughs> Absolutely, not a bad thing. You know, it's not a bad thing Didn't at all. Didn't that Hamtaro anime have that one scene where the hamsters cleaning up around the house and they get a phone call? Yeah, it's I that. Don't, don't worry. That. I don't think we're allowed to talk about that on the air. Okay. I, if that was an episode, I never saw it. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Is it a is it a bad news call? It's, um, let's just say the dub doesn't talk about it, but the sub has it all subtitled, and it's not great. Uh, it's not, like, it's not radio news stuff. Okay. All cool. right. Mm. So, Sorry uh, I mentioned it, guys. That's, okay, no, that's fine. No, uh, so if you're interested and you're, you're okay with that type of thing in a hamster anime, you can go look it up yourself. Everybody hear that on radio. Yes. All and right. if you're okay you with that thing from me, in sorry. a hamster anime. Um, so yes, uh, are there any other... I know, Rachel, you had one. I know, Jacob, you have I have one. two. You have two? One right. of them is the one we discussed earlier. All right, let's go with the new one. Go ahead. Um, well, uh, Wizards of the Coast is partnering with ex-Bioware employees to make a new RPG. I actually have that. Here, open that, here. That's why so I was saying, you know, leave, no, you feel free to no, go. Yeah, come on, Jacob. What do we got? No, I insist. I insist. Um, so, yes. Um, sorry, I have to pull it up again on my phone because I had fine. it. I can I can jump in on at least the, yeah. the, the starting parts. 
So uh, Wizards of the Coast has revealed that they are uh, there's a new studio. The same people that brought you Magic the Gathering and D&D 5e uh, are putting together a studio uh, called Archetype Entertainment that is now developing a sci-fi RPG with Dragon Age Origins designer James Olin uh, as lead developer or in lead, a lead development position. What a fantastic They got game. people who've worked on some good games like Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate 2, Neverwinter Nights, Knights of the Old Republic, Dragon Age Origins, Star Wars The Old Republic, as well oh. as contributing to the Jade Empire, Mass Effect, and this is oh. the bad one, Anthem. Um, well, uh, but uh, nobody can be 100% perfect. Actually, like, I don't know if... I don't know enough about Anthem's story to know if it's bad or not. I know enough well, about yeah, how Anthem... It was created because I wanted to look up why it was so bad. Just mm -hmm. like I walked up, um, I looked up like how Mass Effect Andromeda became the way it was. Um, and a lot of people ended up leaving Anthem in the middle of development, which did not help the grand design of the whole thing. So because of that, it really did not assist in the storytelling and how everything went together and why it was so buggy and slow upon launch. Absolutely. Same thing with Mass Effect Andromeda. A lot of people had different ideas for the story and then those people kept leaving and then people were like, we don't really know to take this so we have to make a new story and they kept having to change everything, change like the plot and all of that. So all they had was like, you know, decent gameplay, but the plot was terrible. Yeah. About Anthem, right? Uh, right. Both. Well, oh. <laughs> well, Olin has worked, yeah, so it's Olin has worked on like, a bunch of stuff, a, a ton of different uh, RPGs that are really well known, uh, and I'm very excited to see. Uh, sort of, it sort of feels like Mass Effect Andromeda Requiem because it's like Requiem. Uh, kind of, it feels like we're sort of getting the Mass Effect Andromeda we were supposed to get. That isn't Mass Effect Andromeda. Sort of okay like how the, the the Outer Worlds is like the obsidian fallout that we really wanted well, that we man, got later. With a star-studded cast like that, how could it go wrong? I agree. I don't think how it's going to be... How could it go wrong, people? That's actually <laughs> valid, though. Um, um, he's worked on a lot of different stories, and with Wizards of the Coast constantly looking over his shoulder, I don't think he'll make a super horrible game, considering Wizards of the Coast is focused entirely on stories and like creation of... like events and things like that. You could see D&D &D 5e specifically for that. Like, yeah. a lot of the really good adventures like Curse of Strahd and Tomb of Annihilation, they're really good storytelling. I mean, it's not all Wizards of the Coast, but they hire a lot of people out. And I think that Wizards of the Coast knows what good storytelling is and what good storytelling isn't. Yeah, so uh, actually, I'm, they just recently released their new uh, magic expansion that looks super cool. Uh, Theros? Beyond yeah, Death? The, uh, Theros Beyond Death. They didn't write a story for it. Ah! Uh, they just have the cards, but you can infer a story by the cards, but it's not my, a lot. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things to do with um, when I, I play Magic the Gathering Arena. Uh, and when you get new cards, you can mouse over them and you'll get like flavor text. And so I, you like you pick up little bits and pieces about the world. That's what I've really been doing cool. for like the past know? five months, you know, with like just I opened like 20 boxes Ooh. of the new set. Hey. Uh, Theros? Oh, because yeah. Chance wanted you to do that. Yes. Yes, he wanted me to do that, so I opened 20 boxes. It took me seven hours. I Ooh. still have a bruise on my thumb. Oh my but but I got to say, it looks good. It looks really good. And who knows, maybe someday Jace Bellerin will get his goth girlfriend like, he, like, he, like he wants. He has his Gorgon <laughs> girlfriend right now. Let him live. 
Let no, she must come back every time. <laughs> let the man live. Um, but yeah, so I, I am excited for this. I, yeah, I think Wizards of the Coast really has a has a way for it, especially like I don't know, just I, seeing. I, sorry, I would say I love Wizards of the Coast games. Like, they, yeah, they, I play a mobile game for Magic. So, Absolutely. what game do you play? Mana Strike. Oh, that's mm-hmm. actually kind of fun. Yeah, it's very fun. I, I, well, the girl, you, the golf girl, you were talking about the uh, Liliana. Yeah, Liliana, she's OP. As heck. Oh, so. yeah, she is. Very That's okay. why she's good. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, it sounds like you might want to get into this. Yeah. Are you outing me on radio? I don't yes. know. No, I just think that you're a proponent of good games and stories, and I think yeah. that you might Tyler like, looks okay. tired. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of Malcolm outing me without my permission. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have more games onto really the stack. Like the game. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I've also never played Magic. All right. I'm, I, my my fiance is going to teach me how to play the card game, so. You don't have magic to play Tragic to Slathering to enjoy it. Yeah, she knows my I can help you out, too, as I play the game. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to think about getting a black and red deck, so. Yeah, Rakdos? Yeah, yeah good choice. Minotaur. Let's go back. <laughs> I have no clue what you guys are talking about. Yeah. 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 It's, 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 yeah. it's how I feel when you guys talk More about Pokemon. More of a Yu-Gi-Oh kind of guy? <laughs> 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 okay, that's valid. So, um... Okay, Atril, did you? Yes, um, I have a very important story. Not, oh. not a long one, but a very important one. Yes. Um, so the title of this one by The Verge is uh, NVIDIA's GeForce Now is finally out of beta. Challenges uh, Google Stadia for $5 a month. I don't think uh, that's challenging. I think it's overtaking yeah, at this point. It's sort of it's tomahawk <laughs> dunking on Google Stadia. So I'm going to read it just from the horse's mouth. Uh uh, for the for the past eight years, NVIDIA has been building graphics cards and uh, Steam games over the inter- uh, internet, um, effectively putting some power of the gaming PC inside the less potent Windows, a laptop, MacBook, and phones. Today, the company's uh, ready, uh, finally ready to let North America and Europe sign up to pay for um, pay for its GeForce Now services, starting at five dollars and uh, five dollars a month, and also offering unlimited one-hour free trials that don't even require a credit card. And Further things I've read from this is that it's um, unlike the Stadia where you have to essentially buy, um, you know, once you get the Stadia, you have to buy the games off of Stadia, uh, off of Google's platform. This one actually takes off, and I think I do believe it's, you know, it's main, mainly for your Steam, so, you know, attached to you more of your desktop. But it takes the games from your library, so you don't have to rebuy the games and stuff. So, um, how you guys say is just basically overtaking this. I mean, Stadia, they should have been doing this in the first place. And uh, no challenge. And not just that, actually, it's being handled by people who know uh, uh, know about the gaming, they know about the specs, they know about, I'm not saying Google don't, but they, from, from what we've seen from Stadia, they don't. So, yes. it's, it's pretty crazy, so. What do, you, what do you guys have to say about that? That sounds promising. Sounds like the stadia is going to have to step it up. Uh, yes. yes, and it did just exit beta. Yes, yeah, it so, did just exit beta. It's still a ways off from being complete, but it should worry them. Yes, and maybe, hopefully, make Google do better. Yes. Please. Yeah, I guess we'll see, won't we? It's the point of competition. Cool. Rachel, didn't your brother buy a stadia? Yes, so actually I was going to say something. Ugh. We... Stay tuned. We will be having an interview with someone who really does own a Google Stadia and actually purchased one. That's cool. And, um, I mean, it's just up to the show. I don't know if I can bring him in, but I can at least get a written and recorded interview if you, you wish. You can bring him in. We can have yes, a traumatic no, reunion. You just need to tell him about the swearing. He lives two towns away, oh, and okay. he's a father of We can do a children. traumatic reading. Yes, if you want, he can Discord in. Yep, like we, we do with the... 
Wait, were you were you here? Yeah, you were here for you the uh, call in. Jim, with Jim. Yeah, yeah you, you could call we, in. You too. could call in. Just we can do that. Discord sounds better than the phone. Okay, yeah. yeah okay. We can do that. We can um, definitely bring my computer. But yeah, look Let's forward to an interview with a real Google Stadia owner. Or if you want, you can yeah, you can record it there and just play it on the show if you'd like. It'd be like it's almost like that's even more of a semblance of actual journalism. So yes, Ooh. that'd be amazing. Or we have a dramatic guys. rating on the podcast. Or that. Yeah, let's do a dramatic reading of all the questions. Exactly. But yes, this person is real. As an aside, we are not making up a Google Stadia consumer for any biased views whatsoever. We are really going to be interviewing a person. Don't be alarmed that we're calling attention to the fact that it's not fake. It's not fake. It's it's, it's not fake. They're a real breathing person. <laughs> it's a real person that we've made eye contact with. LaCroix. LaCroix. LaCroix? LaCroix. LaCroix. Water. La Quarry? La Quarry. What it's rocks are you water. drinking from, okay. Intro? Well, it's... You know what time it is, everybody. <laughs> go first, Jacob. Okay. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Let Don't let Jacob go first. No, I'll go first. Bit, it's fine. Ravenous animals. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm ready to be shown up. All right. Currently in Iowa City... It's time for the weather. <sighs> Currently in Iowa City, it's 27 degrees Fahrenheit, but... But ladies and gentlemen, what is it? What does it feel like to you, Jacob? Twenty-seven. Twenty-two. Twenty-eight. Twenty. Twenty-five. It's twenty-seven. Yeah, I, I knew it. I don't. I don't Stop. believe. I don't know how you're I, able to do this. I would have guessed twenty-seven, but he took him first. I am so so incredibly. In my, why do you do this, Jacob? I hate everyone, including myself. Why are you That's the way that true. you are? No. In such a way I that you are to be. I don't know how you're able to. You know, I'll tell you this. Jacob's gonna be a great father He's because he, he just he just he, he can just measure the funny weather. Funny you mentioned that, Adriel. I can't uh, have kids. Not yet. <laughs> so, uh, we'll talk about that later. All right, that's classified information. Let's but move still, on, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Uh, can we talk about table RPGs too? Absolutely, sure. Yeah, yeah let's of do course. It. Uh, something new is coming out. Uh, what God do is mm -hmm. a. I saw that. Yeah, I just sent it to you. Yes. Is a new part of Five E. It oh. is at, based off African myth, and it's Ooh. coming soon. Wait, what is this? Yeah. Uh, That's pretty. Oh. Yep, it's in the upper realms. Life Ooh. mostly people peaceful and safe. For unknown reasons, every few years, people fall into a realm of wild spirits and powerful nature. What God do? People band together to survive, even thrive in the savannas, deserts, and rainforests. Ooh. This and, interesting. I like it. Yeah, so it's perfect time for Black History Month, and all this is Beautiful artwork. It's a Twitter thread. Uh, the poster is at uh, W A G A D U C H R O N I C L E. So it's for like Dungeons and Dragons Five E. Is yeah. it out yet? That's could you could you send me that? Super cool. I'm actually yeah, really yeah. interested in that. Yeah, they gotta yeah. stop trying to take my money because they're gonna get me one of these days. Look but, at that. You gotta make Don't you play for... Pathfinder? Ooh, let me see. Let me see. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. I play all of but them. Yeah, it's, the artwork's gorgeous. I'm super excited because I don't know much about African myth because it's never been taught much in school. No, we talk about Greek no, myth. That's about it. That's yeah, actually, I, I, I'm actually I'm also incredible. Make you want to play some D and D, yeah. boys? I just spent like the last like five minutes. I'm sorry, I tuned, tuned you guys out. But I was trying to find this. <laughs> it's okay. It was for so the best anyway. There was I'm a so lot happy of stuff that, that you did. Ooh, <laughs> I can't hear myself anymore. Okay, I can't hear myself now. <laughs> Great. Yes, yeah, let me send this. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's awesome. That yeah. is fantastic. My that's goodness. good to know. Well, congratulations, uh, yeah. Jacob. You're a weather master <laughs> once again. Well done. Oh, thank. Um, 
Quick thing I wanted to mention. You you asked the question earlier what games you wanted to come have come back that was very obscure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was going to say Drakengard. It's, no. It never left. No. It's not gone. No, no, no. no. I, so what I want them to do is actually make a remaster of the first one mm. and to fix the combat one and mm. have, you know, update it. Why, why no. is that? No. Why, why not? No. Well, she what? hates Drakengard. I forgot. No. Why do you hate Drakengard? Just... I have I have a copy of the first game for the PS2, yes. all intact by the way. And the first time I played it, I was like, "Wow, this is just the worst thing ever." I've been asking ever. her to play it with her PS2 in the house, and she still refuses it. Maybe. I mean, well, okay, I'm not done with some games first, but if you really want me to play it, you're gonna sit there and watch me scream for several hours. You know, probably. Dark Souls. Maybe maybe near near Automata. Those are really good games, and those I like a lot robots. Better. I like robots. I enjoy it. It's hard to get a handle of. Once you get a handle of it, it's really fun. Well, it wasn't about the controls for me. It was just when the story presented itself. It was like just not. No, I just like I got in there. I did what I had to do. I finished the first level, and then just all of that happened. And I was like, you know what? I'll put this game down, and I'm. <laughs> hmm. yeah. It was like me with Dragon Age. I got through the first level, and then the plot hit, and I'm like, okay. Mm. I didn't think that was going to happen. going <laughs> to set this down for a bit. <laughs> Which Dragon Age? Oh, uh, the new, new one. Um, So there's like this point. It's an older game at this point, so I'm going to spoil like the first, I don't know, 30 minutes of the game. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. So you go into the, you find out, oh, hey, I'm important. I'm going to go to this town and I'm going to go talk to the king. And the king's like, hey, I know you. We tried to kill you a long time ago. And so we're going to nuke your town from orbit. And then you go back to your town. You realize everyone is gone. And then you have to go find out why this king is such a jerk. And that's the whole game. Like, they set the controller down. It's like, I'm going to come back to that. Wasn't that a plot of a SpongeBob episode? What? Wait, Wait, SpongeBob did that? Um, yeah, it was like called. It's called one? Gone Inquisition. I no, SpongeBob Dragon Age. SquarePants Inquisition. Um, <laughs> what am I trying to think? Dragon Quest. That's the thing I'm thinking. Oh, of. Dragon, oh Dragon Quest. That makes oh, sense. I was like, I'm like, I was like Dragon, Dragon Age. Age. Yeah, Dragon Age. Yeah, I was like, thing. that doesn't sound like Dragon Which Age. Which one was it though? Which one? Was uh, I think it? the new one, Eleven? like Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Dragon okay. Quest Eleven. Yeah. Gotcha. Inquisition was a good game, though. I yeah, like that yeah, one. Dragon Age. But this is going to be a dumb question. What's the difference between Dragon Age and Dragon Quest? Oh, Akira gosh. Toriyama. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, one of them was made by the guy who did Dragon Ball. Uh, the, the art, anyway. Yes. It, wasn't, yeah. oh, okay. it wasn't written or anything, but okay. the art was drawn. Yeah. Okay. One of them is, like, a really fun, really, like, visually striking RPG. And the other one's Dragon Age Inquisition. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, made by Bioware. I mean, it's still, oh, Bioware, okay. It's still good. It's yeah. just like the, the dragon... Oh, my God. I, even now, I'm getting mixed up now. Uh, dragon Age? Dragon Age 1 and 2 are pretty good yeah. plot-wise. I really like both their plots. Two's not great. Dragon, dragon Nest is an okay MMORPG. I don't but agree you know, with that. I don't know about but that. But all right. That's I think we'll Dragon talk about Age 2's plot is good. But I don't... Disagree. But, I'm just saying the gameplay is not my thing. Well, my biggest thing with Drakengard is that. Um, okay, wait, that, stop. Yeah, yeah, hold on. Oh, yeah. You mentioned like four different games. Okay, you're, you're confusing me. Okay, let's go back. Let's go back. Dragon to what is I said. good game. Let's go back to what I said. Okay, so to Drakengard. The reason why I wanted to come back is because it's one of the first games I've seen my dad play when I was little. Aww. And um, and it really it and it took me eight years to find out what the name of the game was and the only way I remembered it was the stone babies eating people. So, uh, yes. Uh, so... Out of context, that sounds interesting. Yes. Stone babies eat people. Yes. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's one of the secret levels, and so it, which leads into near. Uh, <laughs> so you figure out what near what happened before near Drakengard. Oh, um, well, obviously, stone babies eating people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The Watchers, and so that's why I remember the game and just everything. Like I, I kind of want to remaster the game because everyone talks about how the combat's bad and stuff, and it is. And so, <laughs> but you know, it, it, I they made Drakengard three. It was eh. Dragonguard two was uh, we don't talk about that and uh, <laughs> so and so and so you know Dragonguard one I feel like if they do a remake of that it one it would introduce people to the series and it would be really nice you know to get a fleshed out version of it. That's you know? true actually when I was visiting. Uh, Is that me? Yes. Oh, Atril. Now yep. sit up straight. The chairs are rickety here. Uh, yes, yeah. down in front. What do you got? Oh, I have other stories. Oh, okay. Go for it. What do we have? Um. So Blizzard eventually caved. Now they're refunding Warfact, uh, Warcraft Reforged. Yeah, yeah. Patreon was also going to talk about clap, this, but clap, please, clap, clap. what's happening? Because I don't play this at all, and I have no idea what this is or what's happening. So my understanding is that Blizzard promised a lot of things with Warcraft Reforged, mm-hmm. like a lot, a lot. And, and Warcraft they, Reforged is in a like, real-time strategy game? It's yes. Like the third one. It's like Warcraft 3 is what people call it, I yes. guess. Um, it has a whole bunch of content that's not there that they promised that originally to be there. Okay. It's broken. While lobbies won't load, like you'll sit in lobbies forever and basically not do anything. Then again, I don't play Blizzard games because I don't support Blizzard's practices. You'll so say. this is all hearsay at this point. Um, so let that be in the record right there. Um, basically, the game was a lot broken and the cinematic cutscenes were reminiscent of 2002. Um, is what I was told. Like Final Fantasy X? Um, just really bad cutscenes. Oh, okay. And yeah. basically, after about, I think it was like two weeks of this stuff, they eventually were caved and like, now Blizzard is going to refund um, regardless of playtime. Wow. Yep. That's actually, that is a big deal. Have you seen the Metacritic uh, score? No, it, that is the Metacritic. it is the second lowest Metacritic right above Gary's Incident. Um, uh, day one Gary's Incident. It's now number one. Really? Yep. Uh, some people uh, went on to Gary's and gave it a whole bunch of good reviews. <laughs> just so they, wait, they reverse review bombed a game to make sure that another game went lower. Yes, yeah, that's I've amazing. Never, I've so never heard of that. I, th- I think I think the uh, the Gary's one is I think is at one point nine. Can we just is at one point four? This is why Bill Gates is alive, ladies and gentlemen. Can we talk for a moment about review bombing for it's, one sec? An effective way to get a publisher to pay attention. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's this. Well, yeah. Scary. It's also toxic. You, yeah, for those of you that that haven't heard of it or don't know what it is, review bombing is the action by which a huge internet mob will essentially, because they are upset with a game or a publisher, will sort of just co- get, like this happened to No Man's Sky, and it, it happened to Fallout 76, I think, where people in protest of the game itself go on to the Metacritic site and and submit a user review of, like, zero or one. And sometimes it can, it's used as, like, sometimes it's used as a retaliatory tool. Sometimes it's used uh, to decry or to uh, force a publisher to, like, be like, hey, this you released a really bad product, and, like, it's it's this isn't acceptable and you can't just do this type of thing. And in that case, it's actually like a useful way for uh, player bases to communicate with their, with the publishers. But sometimes people, and like, once again, I'm not defending Blizzard here. I'm just saying review bombing as a whole can be really 
tough because with a game like No Man's Sky that was later amended and fixed to a greater degree. Um, by the way, if, if you want to know more in depth about this, uh, look up Internet Historian's yeah. video. On, yes, Woman's Land. On, <laughs> yes, Woman's Land. Yes, Woman's Land. Or what is it? The Great Unendening. Oh, of the no Ingoodening. The Ingoodening no, of the No Man's Sky. Yeah, I didn't know anything. I was upset with No Man's Sky for years until I saw that video. Yeah. Like, it changed my entire perspective. Same. Uh, Same. It, I never played it. My dad has been obsessed with it. He's like, really? yeah, he's like, there's a there was a big patch, and this game is almost addicting now. Yeah. Like, whenever I come home, I see him playing that game, and it's yeah, it, it looks good. Play. It's very pretty. <laughs> um, when I was working at GameStop back when you know before No Man's Sky, like when No Man's Sky came out with a first big update that added like 30 hours of extra exploration, people were starting to be like, oh hey, <laughs> you know, and I actually started to focus my attention on selling that game to people because I just had this feeling, and I was right, that they were going to continue to make No, no Man's Sky like better, and that it would be a great investment to buy the game at $5 right now, so you should buy the game, and then- I'd agree. Yeah, well, so look, I always sold out of every copy of No Man's Sky as soon as it came in whenever I could, and sweet. so wow. now it's good, well, and I'm glad you. for the people it's, who have it. Um, I haven't played it ever since everything um, back in 2016, um, but I am probably going to play it yeah, sometime actually, soon. I think I'm also going to, I think I'd, I'd be willing to, to chip in and like go play the game. It actually, it looks like they, they came through on a lot. But yes, if you want context, they like, it's a 53 minute video that explains like everything, what, yeah, like what happened. And then like behind the scenes, what happened. And then afterwards, what happened. And it, it, do, it changed my perspective on the entire thing. In a way, that's why I kind of love the modern age of gaming, because like back when we were kids, uh, if there was a crap game, it was just a crap game. Crap game. There's nothing <laughs> you could do about it. You wasted $30 on this piece of plastic. But now it's like, oh, we have a crap game. <laughs> Let's have uh, 17 updates, and now it's a playable game, which, yes. which yes. almost gives developers an excuse to put out a craft game. Assassin's Creed. I'm yes, that's not, the problem. Mm -hmm. I'm not really okay with that philosophy. I get it if it's like like indie studios such as um, yeah. Hello Games where they were like, we didn't really have it's much like, of what, a choice. 30 people? 60 it's people? It's less than that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I think it's 16 well, people. Yeah. Now, well, when it was making the game, it was like 16 people bumped up to like 20, 30. Now it's like a hundred and something, but they, yeah. yeah. But like small indie companies that are just starting off, it makes sense for them to like release a game in like in a state where they can. They want to make their money so that way they can put more money back into the game to sell more copies. Yeah. The creators of Cuphead did a similar thing. Well, did the opposite thing where it's like instead of, they kept delaying and delaying and delaying and rather than releasing an early build of the game that was unfinished, they like mortgaged their houses and put literally everything they had into this one release, which is incredibly dangerous because if it doesn't work, then that's it. Yeah. And it worked, thank God. It generated a whole bunch of hype though because I kept seeing things on even Facebook about yeah. Cuphead before yep. it came out like, there was a whole bunch of my friends saying this 1920-style cartoon game. It's like, ooh, that looks interesting when it came to that. Right. But then I remember We Happy Few, and I'm like, mm, is it going to be that good? But yes, I agree. I think that we should be more we should be more open to independent studios releasing continuous patches for a game. And I actually, I agree. I think that that's a really awesome thing. Like, day one patches for AAA games are a little more difficult to defend. Mm -hmm. But for indie games, I think it's actually a way for them, like you said, to success. Yeah, it makes indie games more viable in a way in the competitive market but like 
screw EA for and whoever made Fallout. Oh, oh, oh I, I have Bethesda news. <laughs> I have more dumpster fire news. Do you have anything else, Kate? I love you. Oh. I just want to say screw you. What do they do? What do they do this time? There's always more. There's, There's always, always more in the dumpster the fire. The dumpster fire never stops. EA was wrong about Jedi Fallen Order. Now let's see. I mean, let's see. They were. They very they, much like, were. They released it in like the in the dead month because they didn't think anyone would enjoy and, it or play it. It's and, phenomenal. And everyone loves it. Well, yeah, hold on, Tyler. You played a bunch of it. I finished it yeah. in like three days because it was so good. Please describe your experience. What? I'd I mean, love it, to hear it, about it, it. It took lots of things I enjoyed about the Dark Souls series, where it made it just hard enough throughout, especially the beginning of the game. That toad, right? The where, toad. No, for real. Like, the, I mean, it's eh, not really much of a spoiler, but like exploring the first area you go to, I encountered this giant like toad creature that had a name bar on it that meant it was essentially a boss. And it kept like killing me over and over again. And essentially like it, it was so difficult that I had to go back later and do it. And they do like checkpoints like Dark Souls and like you start to get better and better. And like at near the end of the game, you become like ridiculously good. It's just so fun. Cool Jedi Master. It, it's probably one of the best Star Wars games I've Including ever played. Including that ending though. That ending's so good. Yeah. What sounds cooler, Dark Wars or Star Souls? Dark Wars. I like Star yeah. Souls. Star, I like Star Souls. Souls. Star Souls sounds Star like... It depends what kind of game you're That's releasing. That's true. All right, yeah, yeah. What kind of game? Um. Because Star Souls does, it does sound really cool. I like Dark like a, Wars. It think, like think, Star Trek think about Star. like Kingdom Hearts, but without the characters, but in the end, there's a boss with a lightsaber. So okay, clunky there... plot that makes no sense with- Let's just scrub that one out. <laughs> wait, are, are you basically, wait, hold on. Are you basically talking about Kingdom Hearts 2? Yeah, let's just pretend that yeah. Kingdom oh, Hearts, yeah. but with a coherent, good story. I don't. I don't follow. Uh, I, that's impossible. <laughs> that's Anakin not true. That's impossible. <laughs> I mean, Anakin, you have a heart too. <laughs> I would love the fact if like Star Wars was in Kingdom Hearts three. Luke is like fighting Darth Vader, and then Sora and Sora and Donald and Goofy are trying to fight Sidious as he's shooting lightning at them. <laughs> Wait, the power of your bond. Oh, oh, yeah. power of Yo, I find oh, your wait, faith in your friends disturbing. <laughs> wait, that, wait. Star Wars is a property. That's true. Oh, I, we, everyone, was, everyone was theorizing the delays in Kingdom Hearts were due to Disney acquiring Star Wars and them adding it in. <sighs> but then everyone was like, they wouldn't do that. That's ridiculous. All right, we have to hear a quick word. We'll be right back after this. Support for KRUI is brought to you in part by the Englert Theater. The Englert highlights the talents of local performers, artists, ensembles, and also hosts regional, national, and international touring performances. The Englert is located at 221 East Washington Street. For more information, call 319-688-2653 or visit www.englert.org. And we're back. Hello. Hi. And we're back. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think I'm, I am, yes, Star Wars is fantastic. Also, uh, Donald's a Sith. You didn't hear it from me, but Donald's definitely Actually, a Sith. Actually, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Look at that, yeah. You, can you tell. shall now be known as Darth Duckling. Yeah. I mean, he was in World War II, somehow. That's right. He dreamed about it. Listen, mark my words, and the tin hats are coming on. The tin Mickey Mouse hats are oh, coming oh. on. <laughs> you keep your eye on Donald. I don't trust that guy. 
Imagine Mickey work. Mouse going up to Donald Duck and be like, you shall henceforth be known as Darth Duckling. Hoyle? <laughs> <laughs> oh Thank you all. That was actually, that was actually really good. Well done. An excellent performance. Okay, hold on. Oh, that's a cool. Oh wow, there's a little overload button that it shows when it's too loud. Atril. Just inherently he enters the room. Too loud. Too loud. Anyway, what's up with Tessa news? Yes, Complete dumpster fire. Um has gone around and uh, basically it's saying, yeah, we made a big mistakey. Um <laughs> It took them this long? It's the equivalent of sitting inside the smoldering wreckage of a car that's been on fire for months and then be like looking out at someone and unironically being like, you know what? This could have gone better. We definitely could have done it. We made a few mistakes, you know, as the car burned for months and months and months. It's like that comic with the dog in the building and it's burning. It's like, this is fine. It's Bethesda saying, Pasta Fazul, I am a fool. So it's How dare you? Pasta Fazul, I am a fool. I don't even know what that is. I think it's a food. It's a thing me and Atrial watch. It's an inside joke at the apartment. Salmonella. So a few Reddit posts have like documentation what's going on. So Bethesda would realize the stolen inventory stuff kept happening. Oh, that's right, because hackers... Oh, to reiterate something we talked about last week, hackers had gotten into Fallout 76 and were actively stealing inventories from other players. Here's a fun part Not that I, you want. A fun part that I figured out. Um, the hacker... So basically what happened was the hacker who had developed this hack was had been able to add, add, add items from the Fallout... 76 engine into the game. So if you game in, you could just be like, oh, look, there's a big airship in the sky that's not supposed to be there. That's the Pridwin. There are about three of them now because someone just spawned three (laughs) Pridwins into the air because they could. Once again... Uh, the entire engine that is ba- that this game is based around is really conducive to importing and modding things into the game. It's And then it's almost as if how could Bethesda not foresee people modding and adding things into the game after... And it's, it is an online multiplayer game, so needless to say, this type of activity absolutely breaks the experience that relies on carefully constructed in-world economies and focuses on resource management between players, suddenly it doesn't mean anything because players are simply importing or in some more extreme cases, just stealing the resources from other players. So the guy who made the hack to just pop in any item that you want into the game and just make it your own, um, basically a few days, like I think it was like five days before um, the hack went live, he said, it was like, yeah, I'm going to make this. I feel like I realized I could, you know, manipulate inventory so I could just steal people's inventory. He said this five days before. Bethesda probably heard about this and took no preemptive measures to do so. They just let it happen. Oh, and just... so they waited two weeks after that happened to actually start doing stuff about it. So basically what the Reddit user said is that um, they are basically cloning your character cloning a previous version of your character, mm-hmm. the most, like, the one with all your stuff in it. They're going to clone that version of your character, put it into the game, and then you can have your old character not work anymore, but the new old version of your character works just fine and has all your stuff still. 
and they have like customer service people that are like like that are like online that are literally meant to go into game and help you trade your items between your characters for the other like let's say you have some items left in your inventory after everything was stolen you can then contact customer support and they'll trade your items between your characters for you and it's like the most roundabout way of just being like yeah so here's how they apologized Oh, no. If you're a Fallout oh, first, if you're Adam a Fallout store? first member, you get six thousand one hundred and eighty-five atoms. Uh, Fallout first members, for those of you who don't know, are the bourgeois of the Fallout universe. Basically, you paid a hundred dollars a year in order to get access to private servers, additional uh, a, a monthly stipend of the in-game currency. Uh, you I think get. I just puked in my mouth. Yeah, it, it's just like mm-hmm. it is the the. The absolute culmination of if you have money in this game, you can flaunt it by just doing this. So basically, My you dad get six. Howard gives me an allowance every single it's, month. It's, <laughs> you get six months worth of atoms right off the bat. Like you just get six months. Oh of, so you get like a, I think you get a thousand, a certain amount of like like a thousand so many. I don't know much. You get every month for Fallout First, but basically, you get six months of atoms up front. To be like, we're sorry. If you don't have Fallout first, they give you three months of it for free. Oh, oh come on. Do they additionally give you that reward? No. no. Oh. You get then. one or the other. <laughs> okay. Once again, uh, I don't want to touch that smoldering uh, fire with a ten-foot pole. But uh, once again, Bethesda, I good, good job, good job, good job Ron. for fixing a problem so, you should have fixed. Uh, we have Thanks, about, Todd. We have like three minutes left. So. Uh, very quickly, just wanted to say thank you all. It's been a wonderful time. I've really enjoyed uh, being the host of the show for five years, but uh, no, sad, sad, sad Donald. Donald. Sad um, Sith Donald. But thank, oh you, thank you all for, for being here. It's been a wonderful time. I uh, look forward to hearing the show now that my voice won't be in it. It'll be so much easier to listen to. Um, oh my god. I hate hearing my own voice, but uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, you guys listening, and if you're joining us for the first time, hello and goodbye. Uh, <laughs> stay tuned. Uh, the people here are going to bring a lot of very interesting topics. Uh, you know, I may be gone, but my uh, the spirit of Pixel Hunt and, and the idea of looking through, nitpicking, uh, critiquing, talking about all of these aspects of video game culture will still be present in all of these wonderful people who come here every week and prattle on about video games. Um, yeah, no, we, no need to worry, listeners. I'm still going to be here. Yes. And I actually can come. Yes. I'll give you a copy <laughs> of Battleborn. I will also accompany Atril so, and but, be here. Uh, I'll give you yeah, a copy uh, of Battleborn. We, Mike and I started this show five years ago, uh, and it was because I literally walked up to Mike and was like, hey, do you want to do a radio show about video games? And our first show was disgusting and horrible, and I'm it's, so glad. It's that, true. It might have given me a disease. Yes. Uh, it, it was just really, really rough. So to see it change into something like this. Oh, what's pretty great is, the fir- like, you were a couple episodes in. I was in Fargo, North Dakota That's when right. I was a transfer student. I, I transferred down here to Iowa, but I was listening in on the app, and yeah. I listened in. It sounded a lot of fun. You were playing Undertale music, I think. It yes. gave me a spoiler. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> but it was, like, technically my first time meeting these folks, and it was really great. But, yes. Wow. I, that was like five years ago. Oh, that's amazing. Jeez. Um, but yes, uh, and so thank you everybody for being here. And it's been a wonderful time. And I'm going to leave us on one thing, one beautiful staple. First, I know exactly. Yes, you do. This is.
is. And that's, that's right. Boom. Perfect. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I will. Who knows when you'll see me next, but look forward to all of the content well, that you have coming forward. Well, we'll never, because they don't really see us. They okay, hear well, us. Hear, well, I don't know when you'll hear from me next, but <laughs> look hear forward, forward to hearing us next. Yes, look forward to the coming weeks, months, years. Thank you. Everybody. And I will do my best, too, to keep that up. Thank you. <laughs> Thank right, you, Mel. We got to get off, but Bye. good night, everybody. Peace. Goodbye. General Bye. Kenobi.